In response to the high interest rates and the economic downturn of the late 1970s and early 1980s, American manufacturers began to outsource to low-wage rate countries around the world. They were facing price pressures, and they believed the only way they could meet those was to reduce labor costs. And they believed the only way to do that was to outsource production to countries where wages were much lower. That created a whole nother kettle of fish. So before we reverse all that, let's stop and think. Hi, my name is Becky Morgan, and you're listening to my podcast series, Finish Strong, where weekly I provide provocative thinking and some helpful ideas to manufacturers. Today, let's stop and think before we take the pendulum the opposite direction one more time. A significant number of manufacturers have already started the process of jacking up inventories in the hopes that that will somehow solve their supply chain problems. Well, that makes no more sense now than it did in the years before we understood the fewer inventories were better. Now we want to jack them up again in the hopes that we'll have the right things at the right time when we never knew how to do that before. So what makes us think we know how to do that now? As we start to move suppliers and moving away from China is a good idea for any number of reasons. But where to move to? And what to move? What to move first? Those are all questions that are important as we're trying to manage costs, understand our supply chain, realize that in the United States, wages are rising and we have a continuing significant shortage of workers. So what are the options that we want to consider and pursue? Just rushing to bring everything back to the United States is the right decision for a few, but not for most. So how do you know what you should be doing? What questions should you be asking? Well, here's a couple to think about. What are the items that are most subject to trouble in their current sourced location? We know that China has significant problems right now with the COVID zero policy and the shutdowns, the shipping delays, and we know that there are socio-political challenges that make China a much less attractive source than they used to be. So do we want to look first at moving things out of China before we look at moving anything else back to the United States? For most of you, that's worth considering. If you have other items that you want to move back to the United States, the first question is why? Always start with why. What problem are you trying to solve or what opportunity are you trying to take advantage of? Now, let's say you know you want to move things out of China and you've identified the top five or six items you want to move. What is your supplier selection program like? Is it good enough? Is it robust enough to help you know where you should move suppliers to? Not just the supplier itself needs to be considered, but also the labor markets and socioeconomic realities of those locations. 
A lot of people have said Mexico is a much better location for all outsourcing, and they've said that for years because it's nearshoring. It's not offshoring, it's nearshoring. And certainly the problems between Mexico and here from a supply chain perspective are much less than they are from other geographic regions. So before we start moving things, let's make sure we have a supplier identification process in place that is robust, solid, and meets our longer-term needs. Now, we don't know what the next uproar will be. Perhaps the Mexican government will be overthrown, and that will make it an unattractive location. But let's at least think, with what we do know, where are the best locations right now for us to move those handful of products that we want to move? Don't just jack up our inventories and move everything quickly. That will just change one problem to another set. If we're going to solve a problem, let's do it without making other problems that are even worse. Consider what inventory you actually need as you're moving products from China or some other undesirable location to another then let's move those to areas and to specific suppliers that meet your needs, that can meet your needs now and have the leadership, the innovation, and the capabilities to support your evolving needs over the next five to ten years. There's no reason to move suppliers any more often than that unless we've made a poor decision in the first place. So let's make sure that we stop and think before we start moving things again. As always, it's time to start smart and finish strong.